Activia offers a range of yogurts which are a delicious way to look after your gut health. From the fruit range with carefully selected ingredients to no added sugar and 0% fat offering, as well as a cereals range, there's an Activia for everyone. Made with a unique blend of five ferments creating an irresistibly creamy texture, each pot of Activia is a source of calcium, making it the perfect addition to your daily routine. Activia helps support a healthy gut. Your gut is where it all begins. Leia Healthcare. It's good to live. Proud sponsor of the Real Health Podcast with Carl Henry. Folks, welcome to the Real Health Podcast in association with Leia Healthcare with me, Carl Henry. I hope you've had a fabulous week so far. This week, it's another top 10 tips episode on possibly the most common question we get asked all the time, both on the podcast, on social media, on the Q&A sessions that I do on a Sunday. This comes up time and time and time again. We've covered it once in the podcast a long, long time ago. Sleep expert, Deirdre McSweeney. And I thought I'd bring you a top 10 tips episode on how to optimize your sleep. The most important aspect of health that we just don't think about, we don't give enough respect to, and we don't improve as much as we should. Sleep is where the body recovers from your day, from your sport, from your activity, from your stress levels. It'll help you lose weight if you sleep more and sleep properly. You'll feel better, you'll think better. It's good for mental health. There's nothing that it's not good for, yet it's probably the most neglected area of health uh, unquestioned. It's beginning to get more popular. New York Times best-selling books over the course of the last year or two have all been about sleep. So here on the Real Health Podcast, I thought we would bring you our sleep episode. So let's get cracking. As ever, these 10 tips, write them down, uh, put them into practice. They're going to be really, really simple and really straightforward tips that over the course of the last 20 years from uh, both personal experience and chatting to people and chatting to experts, they work. And they're very simple and they're very straightforward. Improve your sleep and absolutely everything else will improve in terms of food, food choices, exercise, how hard you can exercise, the results from your exercise, work, personal life, personal relationships. Every single thing will improve and all you have to do is sleep that little bit more. Okay, let's get cracking. Um, Tip number one is to do a brain dump about two hours before bed. So like this is really common in modern day society. We are glued to our phones and glued to our screens. We work pretty much 24-7. We're contactable so much that your brain is in a tiz all the time. Therefore, when you try to go to sleep, you are working on things in your your head. Your, Your subconscious is working away on what you have to do for the next day. One of the easiest ways around that is to do a brain dump. Um, so, for example, at home, I have a moleskin diary. I love my moleskins um, because I can brain dump on them. So at 8 o'clock, maybe even half 8, I'll put my to-do list together for all the things I have to do tomorrow. I will do a brain dump, dump of anything that's left in my head from the from the day or anything else I have to do or anything I'm concerned about. Once it's down on paper, I can put some structure to it. Um, If you've listened to us over the course of the last year and a half, you'll know that I like structure and I like spreadsheets and stuff like that. But what it does is it takes it out of my head. It encourages you to relax, to to think about other stuff, and it gives you control over the thoughts and the thought processes that are in your head. Putting a list together makes it really handy because when you wake up tomorrow, you know what you have to do. You're not thinking about it. It's there in front of you, 10, 12, doesn't matter what the number is, and you tackle the one that you least want to do first. But that two hours before bed then becomes downtime. It becomes relaxation time because you've taken all the work stuff out of your brain, all the stuff that's worrying you out of your head, and place it somewhere where you don't really access it until the next day. 
if you're one of those people who wakes up during the night with things in their head, keep it beside your, your bed and write it down. Place it on, do another brain dump during the night and then go back to sleep. You go to back, back to sleep an awful lot quicker and your sleep quality will be important as well. Simple. Okay, tip number two. Oh, you're not going to like this one. Uh, it's caffeine and caffeine content. We know it's linked to sleep. We drink a huge amount of caffeine in Ireland. Um, we drink a huge amount more in terms of sports drinks. I won't mention the brands, but let's just say I'm not a fan of them. And that affects the level of sleep and the quality of sleep that you do. Um, from chatting to Orla Walsh, before her cutoff tends to be four o'clock. Uh, for some people, it's two o'clock. For some people, it's later. But you need to find your own your own time frame. But generally, two to four is there or thereabouts, where you have no caffeine after that time. Um, if you're still having trouble, go earlier, go to 12, maybe go 11. But late caffeine is never a good idea in terms of sleep. And it's in lots of stuff. Obviously, it's in tea, it's in coffee, it's in sports drinks. It's what drives the sports drinks and it's what gives you the, the very much the kick and the buzz as well as the sugar. So if you're going to the gym or going for a training session and you're having a can of a sports drink beforehand, that's full of caffeine. Trying to get to sleep after that is really, really difficult. And the level of caffeine can be super high from um, 100 milligrams up and even up to two to 300, depending on, on the one. And a lot of the stuff you buy online in terms of the pre-workout drinks can be incredibly high in caffeine content, which is A, not necessarily good for you. B, fine if you're training in the, the morning time or an earlier part of the day, you have some chance. But if you have that late in the day, it's just not going to happen in terms of sleep. You're not going to get to sleep for a very, very long time combined with the effect of the exercise and the feel-good factor from that. So reduce your caffeine intake to two or three cups a day if it's tea or if it's coffee or both, and then have them earlier in the day. If you find you're missing it, replace it with a herbal tea, obviously, really good. Uh, peppermint tea, uh, chamomile tea. We uh, talked to Adam Clayton uh, very early on in our podcast series in uh, in Boston on tour. He relaxes after a gig and, and, and deals with the come down from the gig with Sky Sports and chamomile tea, and that puts him to sleep. So there is some research that suggests that it's actually very good for you. And there are some really good sleep-based herbal teas on the market. You'll see them in a lot of the stores, um, and they're generally some version of, of chamomile with some other kind of ingredients as well, which will help you sleep. So just reduce your caffeine. You can still have that cup of something late at night. Just make sure it's not tea or coffee. Or else go for decaf tea or decaf coffee. Okay, tip number three. Food and eating. Uh, modern day life, we eat later and we eat our bigger meals later in the day. If you think back to 1950s, 1960s, dinner was very much had around 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock. You have loads of time to process it and digest it and you go to, to sleep on a, a lighter a lighter meal. We very much flip that now where lunch is the light meal and dinner is the heavy meal. A couple of tips there. Obviously, you want at least in an ideal world two hours from your last meal to when you go to bed. It gives you some chance in terms of digestion to digest your food. A heavy meal late at night is never good. So if you are at a restaurant or you're eating at home, you want to go for the lighter proteins. So you're looking at fish is brilliant. We break it down, digest it really easy. Chicken and turkey, pretty good. Uh, beef is the hardest one. Um, and this is before we even go near the whole concept of chewing your food for 30 seconds. Trying to digest steak is very, very difficult and takes a long period of time. So therefore, go for lighter uh, meals at night. So for example, if I'm training and I get home late from a run or whatever, I'll have scrambled eggs and brown bread toast something like that i might even have fish and veg um or again just light proteins i'll have a bigger meal earlier in the day if possible that two-hour gap is important and ideally it's longer because if you go to bed on a full stomach there's not even the, the feeling of it is really hard um your body has to try and process that food during the night and digest that food during the night and the first couple of hours of sleep a lot of what the body does is based on processing and digestion 
and just breaking that food down, which will affect your sleep. And plus, you'll know yourself the feeling of going to bed on a really full tummy is just not good. Um, it'll affect even getting to sleep and the whole sleep process. So eat your bigger meal earlier or eat a lighter protein meal. Soups, obviously salads, really good um, later on in the evening. And ideally aim for that two-hour gap. There is a big push, we've talked about it on the podcast before, of intermittent fasting. Um, a lot of our clients will work off a 12-hour window of, of eating. So between your first meal and your last meal is 12 hours, and that gives your body 12 hours to digest your food. And that tends to work really, really, really well. It gives you a structure and a framework, and you've got plenty of time for digestion, and it generally pulls your, your uh, evening meal forward a little bit to kind of a 7 o'clock or a 6.30 or something like that, which is really good for sleep. Really, really good. Okay, tip number four, one of my favorites, is the sleep environment. Okay, if your bedroom bedroom is really, really messy, uh, that's going to affect your sleep environment. If your house is messy, that's going to affect it. If you have tech in your bedroom, so in terms of screens, uh, in terms of phones, in terms of TV, stuff like that, the bedroom's for sleeping and potentially other stuff too, but generally sleeping. Uh, and you need to create an environment for that. So it's getting rid of all the tech for a start, making it a calm space, a relaxing space, making it a dark space, uh, is really, really important. And they're all easy enough things to do. It should be calming when you walk into it, that you go in into sleep, and it's a really relaxing space with which to do it. Um, simple stuff can make a big difference in terms of mattresses, in terms of pillows. I always said to myself, you know you're getting old when you're talking about mattresses and how important a really good mattress is for your body, but actually it is a crucial component of health. We spend so much time, like if you hit that maximum eight hours or the recommended eight hours uh, of sleep a night, you were spending a huge amount of time, a third of your day on a mattress. So having a really good mattress is crucial. Spend the money, without a doubt. You'll spend it on holidays, you'll spend it on going out, you'll spend it on lots of other things. Get a really good mattress and you need to be changing your mattress every 10 years there or thereabouts from, from, what I, from what I read and from what I understand, but it's crucial. Our, we, on a personal level, went to a, a spa down in Wexford. We slept amazing down there. We rang them on the way home. We asked them what their mattress was, and we went and bought it. And ever since uh, when we've replaced our mattress, we have bought the very same brand because it is absolutely amazing, and it's a really important concept of sleep. Pillows is another important factor. Uh, memory foam or still big in fashion. There is an Irish company which are very good. We've used them before ourselves, but getting the right pillow for you is crucial. You're going to set yourself up for sleep. During the summer, change your duvet to a lighter one, heavier one in the winter, or if you're like me, uh, to the detriment of my lovely wife, I like to sleep with the window open because it's lovely and cold. It's a cold space and I find I sleep a lot better um, that way. But that environment is crucial. And ideally, no tech about 30 minutes before bed, there or thereabouts. So you've half an hour of time where you're not looking at a screen or Instagram uh, or Facebook or a movie or sports or it doesn't really matter. That 30 minutes is important. What do you do with it? You might read a book, uh, an actual book as opposed to a book of a glowing screen the texture, the feel of it, the whole concept of winding yourself down. If you have children, you'll know there's a process in place for, for, for getting your child to bed and getting your child to sleep. And that process is really important. As adults, I think we've lost that. Um, there should be a process in place which eases you down from the day. The brain dump, earlier meal, you went to the bedroom space, you read a, you read a book, and the, you're unwinding the body from a very stressful and very busy day. And it's a really important thing to do. Okay, um, tip number number five. We're going to look at movement. So 
movement doesn't have to be exercise in its own right, but we do know as you move more during the day, you reduce your stress levels, you produce endorphins. Movement late at night can be difficult. If you go for a run at nine o'clock, chances are you're not gonna really come down from that run till 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock. So try and get that run in again two to three hours before the time you actually want to go to bed. It'll take you an hour and a half to two hours to come down from it from the endorphin kick. So that's an important component of of uh, just scheduling in your sessions and, and, and building your lifestyle around what you want to achieve. And if that's if improving your sleep is one of the things you want to achieve, well then try and train a little bit earlier if you can. Um, and then you will get to sleep generally two to two and a half hours afterwards. Okay, how are you getting on so far? I'm kind of flying through them because I'm excited by it because sleep's important. It's a really crucial thing and it's the first time we've done this episode, so I'm all excited here. Um, as ever, you're listening to The Real Health Podcast in association with Leia Healthcare with me, Carl Henry. This is our Optimize Your Sleep uh, episode. Just 10 really simple tips. So as ever with the, the top 10 tips episode, people love them. Get your pen out, write them down. They're simple, they're quick. The goal when we put them together and we put a lot of work into them is the fact that we want to make it seem so simple that you can't not try at least one of the 10 tips that we do. And by seeing the improvement there, you'll try the rest of them. That's what we try and do. So let's look at number six. Um, We're going to have a look at, okay, alcohol. It's important. No, you don't sleep better when you have a drink. That is a myth. We've proved that from science and research to back that up left, right, and center. It may de-stress you, but it doesn't improve your sleep. And the bigger the quantity of alcohol, the worse your sleep is going to be affected. You wake up the next morning, you may have slept for eight hours or 10 hours, it doesn't matter. But the quality of that sleep is really poor. You're dehydrated, your body's just not in a good in a good space. No. Uh, a really good night's sleep is not built around the drink or a glass of wine or a nightcap or anything like that whatsoever. Again, it's quality you're going for here. So I'm not saying don't drink because that's 80-20 is our approach here in the podcast as it is with myself personally and with our clients. It's having a treat sometimes and enjoying it, but in terms of sleep and sleep quality, alcohol has no place in that whatsoever. Tip number seven, we're going to have a look at is oversleeping. A really common one uh, we see it with clients is always oh, slept in over the weekend because of knackered and that throws your sleep pattern and your sleep routine. You should have a regular time that you go to bed, obviously allowing for a night out somewhere within the week and a regular time that you wake up irrelevant of what time you went to bed at. Uh, on my personal level during the week, I get up at about half four, quarter to five. On the weekends, I sleep till six, half five, six o'clock. That's my lie-in. Um, that's for me, is my normal sleep pattern. I get up and I just, because it keeps me even during the day. If you have a lion at the weekend, and say Sunday, and you sleep until 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock or 12, and hopefully it's no further than that, you're not going to sleep on Sunday night. You hit Monday knackered and you're chasing your tail all week long because you've upset your sleep pattern and you upset your sleep routine. It might sound a little bit OCD, uh, which I definitely have some of, but it's a really important way just to regulate the pattern of your body, regulate your sleep patterns. Just keep it consistent. I'm not saying don't have a full, you know, an hour here or there. It's fine. But big lions are detrimental. And then you get the fear on Sunday evening and you can't sleep and the fear builds into a bigger thing. And before you know it, you've hit, Sunday, you've hit Monday morning, stressed up to your eyeballs and in really bad form. And you wonder why. And the reason for that is the fact that you just, you've, you've let your sleep pattern go. So relatively keep it uh, in check and keep it consistent over the course of the week. Okay, tip number eight, we're going to have a look at, um, and this, okay, this is where I take it a little bit fluffy, uh, so bear with me, but there's two points I want to have a look at. One is um, contentment, and being more content in life, and you're kind of wondering what the hell is he on about. 
Okay, so being happy, being happy with your situation, being happy with yourself, being happy with the things you have around you, that all impacts your overall happiness. It impacts your mental health. It impacts how you feel, your stress levels. If you're on Instagram, and I've done it myself, and you're like, oh my God, he has this and he has that, or she has whatever, and look at that handbag, or look at, it's the same as look at the physique they have, even though it's not real. Um, that all feeds into a whole negative component and a negative impact on your life, which will negatively affect your health. It sounds like a, a very strange one and a very odd one, but the reality is that contentment, that level of, okay, things are good, reduces your stress levels. And by reducing your stress levels, you sleep far better. Um, it's an odd one, but actually, and it's something as I've got that little bit older, I've become far more content with my lot and with what I've done and, what, and with what I do. Uh, and I don't get affected by other stuff as much as I used to. And it's definitely improved my quality of life. It has improved my sleep. And not only that, it has improved my quality of life generally. And I'm an optimist, uh, to say the least. But the content piece is absolutely crucial. And it's really important. So don't be afraid to spend a little bit of time. And you see on the Sunday list, every now and again, I put them up. Be happy with what you have. Stop looking for other stuff. Stop chasing everything else. Just look around you. We're blessed and, and, and really lucky to have, you know, a home, a bed, uh, food on the table, money coming in, a car. It's all, life is good. Life is really good. So uh, don't be afraid to accept that and you'll find that a lot of things change as a result. Um, the tip number nine is uh, visualization or dreaming. Uh, in terms of improving your health, for me, it's absolutely crucial. If I find that I can't sleep, I try to visualize, I try to dream. My, my, my dream of choice is what I would do if I won the lotto. Uh, and I go from there and I go deep into what I would do and actually uh, putting myself in that position and see what I, and, and the feelings of it. And it all sounds a bit, a bit fluffy, but actually it's a really easy way to put yourself to sleep. It's the, it's, it's the adult version of counting sheep uh, in terms of, it just distracts you from the fact that you can't sleep, which builds up into a bigger thing and a bigger thing and a bigger thing. And then all of a sudden it's three or four hours later and you're, and you're getting up in a couple of hours. So the ability to visualize, we know the sports performance components of it. You bring any professional sports. We've interviewed lots here on the podcast. So Brian O'Driscoll, Johnny Sexton, and lots of others. And anyone we ever will interview in, pro, in the pro sports field, they visualize. They will, the golfers will see the ball on the uh, off the tee box. They'll visualize where they're going to hit it. They'll have walked through that hundreds of times before they've even got to the tee box. It's hugely popular and talked about in performance, but actually on a personal level, it's not something that we talk about a huge amount. If you look at the book, The Secret, which was huge, there are certain sports stars who will uh, accredit it for their success. Um, a lot of it is bound to visualization. They visualize themselves in a position where they want to be, and it gives you direction. The subconscious mind will go there. Years ago, I remember um, using the Paul McKenna tapes when I was doing my leaving cert. Shows you how my my my, my uh, leaving cert was. But I would listen to them as I would go to bed, and it's all about visualization techniques and, and mindfulness, all the stuff that's really popular now. But it's important. It's it's uh, it's crucial, and it gives it. The subconscious mind works away. Um, it, it ties into the law of attraction. And now I'm going really fluffy, but let's just say, look, all I'm, let's make it really simple. Start thinking about the stuff that you want. And at night, if you can't sleep, it's a lovely way to put yourself into that really nice, uh, that really nice space of relaxation and of downtime. And it's a really simple way to get you into the sleep process. Um, try it. If it doesn't work, you can email us and let us know. But I guarantee you will be calmer. I'm not saying if you dream of the Rolls Royce that you're necessarily going to get it. But... Uh, 
it there is something about it for the subconscious mind that does help to 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 get us to uh, to a more positive a more positive place and finally my final tip which is equally as quirky uh the, these quirky tips come in threes is it is very much along the lines of the approach that you take to life so what i'm meaning here is by uh, increasing your optimistic viewpoint by being more of an optimist looking at life more positively and taking your way taking yourself out of the negativity taking your way to yourself away from negative people from those bitchy whatsapp groups that we're all in that negatively impacts not just your sleep, but absolutely everything. But, but that all happens late at night, generally. And there's someone going on it. And before you know it, you've again, you've one or two hours gone by. It's about, you know, being more positive, being more, uh, feeling better about things and, and, and switching your viewpoint or trying to switch your viewpoint, hanging out with more positive people, with healthier people. That, that, that network that we've chatted about before of surrounding yourself with a more positive network, that is absolutely important for all aspects of your life, but it will improve your sleep. Don't believe me? As ever with any of these tips episodes, if there's anything there that you think doesn't work, give me seven days. Give us the benefit of the doubt that we know what we're talking about. Uh, I should hope so after 20 years of doing what I do. Try them. Try any of those 10 tips. I guarantee they would improve your sleep. How do you know you can rate your sleep quality? Do sleep trackers work? Mm, the jury's out uh, on them, to be honest with you. But you you can rate that in terms of how you feel, in terms of how your, your, your restfulness after waking up in the morning and just jotting it down. But you will sleep better. T- those 10 tips will really, really work. If you struggle with the visualization or components or even the optimistic components of it, try some of the apps. Um, there are really good mindfulness and meditation apps out there. It's Calm is one of them. There's lots of others that are superb to help you get into that relaxed space. So try those and, uh, and see how you go. Folks, that is it for another episode of the Real Health Podcast in association with Leia Healthcare. Some massive curveballs for you this week to try. We've gone and taken it up a little bit of a notch in terms of our alternative tips. But trust me, try it. Uh, we wouldn't recommend it if it didn't work. As ever, you know where we are. It's realhealth at independent.ie. It's at carlhenrypt on Twitter and on Instagram. And as ever, keep your uh, reviews and your ratings coming in on all your podcast platforms because we love to see them um, and to get the feedback back from our listeners as well. We're just getting over our 1.5 million listen mark, something I'm very, 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 very proud of, to say the least. So thank you so much for listening. And take those tips, try them out, chat about them in work, tell as many people as you possibly can. The better we sleep, the healthier we're going to be. Have a wonderful week. Ihoa, and I'll see you soon. Slow. Leia Healthcare. It's good to live. Proud sponsor of the Real Health Podcast with Carl Henry.